Coming up is our Halloween episode. Uh, what we're doing in this episode is we have Mackenzie, Dina, and myself talking about stuff and things in the beginning. And then we have two <laughs> interviews that are Halloween based. Yep. So we have an interview with Dina's friend slash client, Michael Myers. And then we have a, an interview with the serial killer, Mike Myers, from the famous Halloween motion pictures dating back to sometime in the 70s. I forget when that first one came out. But, uh, Dina, give us some background on your Michael Myers. Sure. So my Michael Myers, um, he is uh, a good friend of mine, um, lives in Philly, lives in Fishtown. He is, we call it, he's spiritually inclined. So, uh, you know, think about it as though he is a medium. So I've been dying to just in general, pick his brain about this and find like the right, you know, time to do it. And I figured, you know, the podcast around Halloween is the best opportunity. So he came on and just like blew our minds with a ton of knowledge behind, like about, you know, uh, getting in touch with spirits and things like that. Sage, how to use sage properly, which I don't even know how to do that. So that was helpful. Um, but yeah, he's just a really cool uh, person, good friend of mine. And it was a lot of fun talking to him. So so the perfect time to do that would be our Halloween special, right? That's so, it. That's um, it. So all right. So we're going to get into the Halloween show and then we'll be back with our regular stuff and things. I guess next week we're going to try. We've been a little sporadic with these, but I think we're going to start trying to get a little, little bit more consistent and knocking them out every week. But anyway... Anything else? That's it. I mean, it's, it's almost happy hour, Bill. So no more weekend. All right. All right. And with that, we'll get into the show. See you, Dina. See you, Bill. Welcome to Happy Hour with the Home Collective. We are your hosts, Bill Ball, Mackenzie Blue, and Dina Siriano. It's Friday. We're boozing. How are you ladies doing today? Good. Bill, I have to say, um, it only took you, what, 11 episodes, but I feel like you finally got the title right. Yeah, Bill, that was smooth. Well, that was good. That was smooth. <laughs> oh, I'm speechless. How about that? How about that? Podcast guy who's speechless. That's what's happening. Um, what are you ladies drinking today? Dina, you kick it off. Well, listen, Mackenzie and I took a walk today, I gotta say. Mackenzie, I'm gonna, I'm gonna blow up your spot. Well, we went to okay. Bottle Bar this afternoon because there was a rumor that she didn't have any booze in her house, and I was like, no. So we went to <laughs> Bottle Bar and picked up a couple IPAs because, you know, she has no clue. There's a, another rumor that she can't identify hops, and I was like, all right. Right, that's so not we, a rumor. That's not a rumor. verified. Okay, <laughs> confirmed. I've heard confirmed. that somewhere. I can't remember yeah. where. Um, I'm drinking Lawson's Sip of Sunshine IPA, and it is crispy and delicious. Huh. 
It sounds like uh, a summer beverage. It does, yes. Yeah. I mean, it's cloudy out today too, too, so I needed it. You know, I need a little boost. But um, <laughs> <laughs> you needed to get sunshine from somewhere. Yeah, I mean, these the beer. I looked it up, and it's like I'm all the all the beer guys like love this beer. Like my buddy's really into craft beer, and he like always buys me one of these so i end up craving them but i gotta stay away from them like long term i usually drink my vodka but um yeah it's just bill you should try it. it's really good it's like smooth they're from i think they're from vermont or connecticut it's just delicious it's an east coast beer you know okay i like it i'm down to try it i'm trying to get i'm trying to get um tolerant with ipas I, I, the, the hops any kind of ipa that's just overwhelmingly hoppy i can't that bitter bitter beer taste i just i don't like it yet oh, that's I. what hops is, is. <laughs> I, don't, I can't even tell if you're are you serious right yes. now i don't even know that was even very helpful <laughs> oh it's the bitter got it no, um, you, I think you would like this beer, Bill, because I don't really like the the like sharp IPAs. I like a smooth one. I had this one in Wisconsin. We just went, we drove out there, and there's this beer called from Milwaukee, this brewery called Third Space, and I just like randomly bought it. It's called Upward Spiral. It's an IPA from Third Space, and it's the smoothest IPA I've ever had. And I looked them up, and nobody in Philly has them. So like, I got to send some emails after this podcast to get it. <laughs> out here because it's i'm craving it so good okay that sounds good um mackenzie did we really discover uh <laughs> the definition of hops for yeah you just, for, now. just now all right all right so you know so do you like hops now now we can finally <laughs> answer that long lost question of do you like i hops? don't think so that's classic that's so classic so you've just been you've been drinking all these ipas just toughing it out no i do like not knowing i do like ipas uh, though it's very i don't know very specific i feel like with anyone it's very specific sure that's what everybody's palate's different so let's find out what are you drinking today um (laughs) Lawson Sip of Sunshine IPA. No way, doubling down, dude. <laughs> we um, obviously got very similar things because I had Dina help me like pick stuff out, but we didn't plan to drink the same thing today. No. Which yeah. I, it was a joke of like, should we just like plan what we drink for the next few weeks or like upcoming episodes and see if Bill's like, what? Like, why are they drinking the same thing every time? <laughs> um. I would have never caught on. <laughs> but the reason that I picked this one is because when I was looking at uh, the like alcohol percentage, this was the lowest at eight percent of all the ones that I got. Wow. It's a wow. sixteen ounce can. It's a pounder. True. Oh so my goodness! You're done okay. After that. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So you ladies are going to be hammered by the end of this yeah, show. Yeah, it's a happy hour after this. That's awesome. That's awesome. Shit could get interesting. Mm-hmm. Right. All right. What about you, Bill? What do you got? What's in your glass? I am drinking my, one of my, it's like top two favorite pumpkin beers. Pumpkin? That's the one. Southern Tier Pumpkin. It's delicious. It's a little on the sweeter side. It's more of a desserty um, pumpkin beer. 
I, I like uh, dogfish heads, uh, pumpkin spice a lot too. Um, but this one's definitely a little more sweeter. It's almost like a pumpkin pie. It's so good. But anyway, tis the season. Cheers, ladies. Cheers. Cheers. Happy Friday. Bill, I have a question. Um, I don't mm-hmm. know if we talked about this previously, and forgive me if we mm-hmm. did, but do you like uh, like pumpkin spice things in your coffee? Because I feel like that's a no. different pumpkin flavor, and I don't like it. Yeah, no, not really. I don't like to... Ma- All right, so in general, I like more plain beverages and plain food in other words I th- i'm pretty sure that's accurate like <laughs> like pizza i like plain pizza i don't really like any toppings on my pizza okay and my coffee i like just black coffee if it's good coffee if it's diner coffee you know like a, a, you know, corner diner coffee i'm probably got to put some cream and sugar in it or something because it's not good mm-hmm. but good coffee i just like i don't like to mess with it um, I'm starting to get a little better at just trying, you know, different things just for the hell of it. So, um, but I, I, cause remember I had the, uh, Southern tier mm-hmm. pumpkin whiskey in my coffee a couple weeks ago. I, I wasn't good. I, <laughs> I just didn't, didn't like it. Actually, if I probably would have put maybe some cream in it and did some cinnamon or just really just going all out, I probably would have been decent, but I, I, I wasn't. I wasn't feeling that, but I also can eat meals with all these different flavors in it. So it's, I don't know. Some things I, I need just the main ingredient. Yeah. Uh, if that makes any sense. But no, I hear you. Sheena's a big, big pumpkin spice, you know, latte. She'll go out and go get those, um, you know, this time of year and stuff like that. But I, uh, for me, I just like it black. I normally don't like, like pumpkin spice, um, coffee or lattes or anything like that but the only one i will drink is starbucks has a uh pumpkin cream like cold brew that's actually pretty good but that's the only one i like like i've tried other ones and i just don't it's it's so weird i feel like um different places have different pumpkin flavors you know that actually sounds really good also semi like intense a like a pumpkin cold brew because cold brew like wrecks me in a way where I'm oh, like, yeah. so wired. It's like, Bill, do you ever drink cold brew? I feel like you don't drink cold coffee. Well, I started making it this year. I think we talked about it, but I started making it um, over the summer. So I understand why it's stronger because you have to put more coffee yeah. in. Yep. So, like, you you have to load it up. It's more coffee than you would use if you were making hot coffee. It's, like, double maybe or something like that. Mm-hmm. So, I just, I'm branching out slowly, guys. You know what I mean? It's, like, it's taking me some time. I'm trying some new things. Um, I think I was telling Mackenzie I was doing the cold brew. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the reason, and, uh, the reason that you started it was because at, in the afternoon, he would sit on his back <laughs> right. deck in like 90 degree heat, smoking a cigar, drinking oh a God. hot cup of coffee. Oh How horrible God. does that sound? Oh my God. Yeah, that was, that was <laughs> that's a true story. Oh my God. So, I was like, Bill, she's just right. That, make that's cold the origins of coffee. It. Yeah. What are you doing? The seasons may change, I, but Bill Ball doesn't. He remains no. true to himself. No. Yeah. That's, that's, incredible. yeah. We talked, we talked, I was, t- I was telling this story before where like I just never equated 
coffee with being cold, unlike iced tea. I never put iced coffee together. It just doesn't sound appealing to me. And then she's right. Like it was like one July afternoon and it's 95 and I had a big cigar <laughs> oh and I'm God. making coffee and I'm, I'm dripping with sweat and I'm like, something's got to give. <laughs> I know I'm not going to stop smoking a cigar once in a while on the deck. So I got to figure out how I'm going to get this, at least a cold beverage out That's here. That's hilarious. Yeah, I don't make iced coffee at home, but... Um, I'm so glad that you put down the hot coffee in July and like made made a cold brew or iced coffee because like that sounds brutal. Yeah, like when he texted me, I I like breathed a sigh of relief for him and for me. (laughs) You know, that's great. Well, the the hard part is you have to remember the night before. That's the you know what I mean because you got to get it in the fridge. It's got to be in there 12 hours. I think it's a minimum of 12 hours. You know. So that's Bill. A lot of places sell um, cold brew extract like already already done, and then you just pair it with like water, like half extract half water like trader joe's has one it comes in a bottle it's not bad yeah i think la cologne does that okay. too i saw that in the fishtown cafe recently they have mm. like you can buy it um if i see it i'll pick it up for you and i'll, I'll you know i'll put it on the shelf until like june and then i'll give it to you <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah i'm sure it'd be great but um i guess officially our uh halloween episode we got an interview with michael myers uh the mass murderer from the uh, popular ha- Halloween movies coming up later. Do we have any Halloween-themed stuffs we're going to get into? We do. I I want to say, though, I'm surprised that we got him because in his interview, he seems very busy. Like, he's got a lot going on. So we were lucky to, to snag some interview time with him. Um. He did say that, uh, you know, he gets a lot of calls for interviews this time of year. So yeah. he probably he's on is the, just able to uh, the talk sh- pencil us Right, in. the talk show circuit. Um, I was star- starstruck, you guys. I was like, wow, a major D-list celebrity <laughs> is with us. This is crazy. I know I'm, <clears throat> I'm adding that to my celebrity encounters when people ask me. Mike Myers. You know, yeah. I interviewed. Murderer Mike Myers. <laughs> right. Um, but we do have some, some spooky stuff. I, Dina the other day, uh, sent us an article that I shook me to my core, um, because it was fish, it was, it's Fishtown. It's a core shaker. shaker. It's Fishtown based. And obviously Dina and I live here, so we're the ones that this affects the most. Bill could doesn't really care yeah bill's like i'm good he's like there's no ghosts here yeah we're fine um nobody died here in five thousand years (laughs) right right well you have your funeral guys that like just take care of it you know that's not how fish sound works (laughs) you guys don't have funeral guys no we don't I mean, I don't, you don't, we don't see them. There's some funeral homes around here, but I don't, I've never seen anyone outside of them. I guess right. that's part of the business, but I, you know what I mean? I don't, I don't know. Like, <laughs> right. what goes in sort of comes out? I don't know, guys. I don't know. <laughs> oh, well, that, that's a great segue to the article. Um, oh, true. The, the title was Ghosts from Kensington's Past, the Mutual Burial Grounds of Kensington Lie Dormant Beneath Fishtown. Yeah, so this is an article that I like stumbled upon recently. It came out in 2016, but basically it's talking about 
back in the early to mid 1800s, there's a large burial ground uh, located like beneath properties on the 1800 block of Frankfurt and Blair. So if you look on Google Maps or just any map whatsoever, it's like behind Kensington High School for the creative uh, and performing arts. So it's like near, uh, it, there's a big plot of land by like the Burke stop on front. Mm-hmm. And basically it's talking about um, there's like 10,000 graves potentially under there. And I read that and was like, what? Because That's an insane number. It, how do you? Yeah. And it talks about like, you can't really calculate how many there are, but they're like going through the uh, stats of like what's been uncovered, what hasn't been touched. But basically like there are, hold, hold on one second. So this they call it a mutual burial ground and it's like potentially it holds 10,000 graves. And when you build property, the, the radar that they use, it's like ground penetrating radar. It's not set to pick up bones or like pine coffins. So like everything is pretty much undisturbed. Like most of the properties over there don't have basements. Like, so there's like a school over there. Can you imagine being in like math class and there's like, like, like skeletons from the 1800s just like chilling below you like that's spooky you guys that's like the spookiest thing i could ever like yeah, well, think of and then you're just like walking down the street and you're like oh let's go to evil genius beer company and then you're like la da 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 like there's like ghosts just like cruising around like stuff, <laughs> you know i bet all these people and like homeowners and business owners and school people what are they called I don't know. Faculty. Students. All have like very specific. People that go to school. <laughs> yes. People that go to school. <laughs> all have very specific um, encounters with ghosts, but they haven't like shared it with the other people in that area. So they're thinking it's like a one-off. But I'm sure that there's like multiple encounters with these people and they don't even realize that it's because of the burial grounds beneath them. Oh, yeah. And in this article, Bill, they mention you. Apparently, <laughs> a William Ball is the founder of Port Richmond. I read that and I was like, are you kidding me? I have to talk about this on the podcast. Bill, your ancestors could have founded Port Richmond. And here you are living <laughs> in South Philly and you're like... Okay, I guess I got to take my cigar and my coffee to the 95 degree summer weather in Port Richmond. Like I got to I got to uproot my life. Go back to my people. When you when you text me the article, what was cool is you didn't mention that. So I'm reading it and like I don't know, a couple pages in or whatever. Many paragraphs in it said it said my name and it said found the report. I was like, what? <laughs> so, so I like text it to Sheena not saying anything. And then she's reading it. She's like, I see her like, look up at me. Like, did you see who founded Port yeah, Richmond? Yeah. I was like, yes. I yes. love it. That is why. Like, how many bill balls wild. are there? I was like, you know what? There's surprisingly a lot. It just in this area, which is weird. So wild. It's really weird. I have no cousins or relatives that I am aware of in Philly, and there's there's like ten. 
And I'm like, wait, how's that? I just, it never seemed like a common name to me. So I'm like, how, what the hell is going on here? It doesn't seem like a common name to me either, but I think it's, it's a pretty like baller name, no pun intended, but it's like, yo, I'm Bill Mm Ball. All right. If you can't spell it, then you need to seek help. Okay. (laughs) You need to be a person that goes to school, whatever that's called. (laughs) Technically, you do. Like, that's the thing. One of those <laughs> school people. School people. But yeah, this article is so wild because, like, I know that one of the first times I came on the podcast, we were talking about Fishtown. And, Bill, you were saying, you're like, Fishtown is such a big piece of land, you know, in comparison to all the other neighborhoods in the city. Fishtown's one of the biggest. And then, you, lo and behold, this is where they buried people because it's such a big piece of land back in the 1800s. And it's just like... I mean, that's spooky. I wonder what, like, what is the timeline? We probably should so know this being so, real estate, but yeah. like, when you bury a, when you have cemeteries, like, and you know, like, you have generations of families that are, you know, come and go. Like, how long do they have to keep that corpse there? So, you know right. what I mean? Like, what's the rules on when you can? Because I'm sure there's graveyards where there's people from the 1700s, but like. I have no idea, like, when do they decide to, do they have to relocate them to build other things? Well, they talk about it in the article. So they talk about body removal, and um, it's kind of controversial because there's no, like, consistent way of doing it. And it's not like, it's it's pretty, it's like a, it's not an organized thing. It's like, back then, especially, they didn't really keep records of that. So they... That's why they believe there's still like around, you know, 10,000 something um, buried bodies over there laying dormant, which is wild. But like you can relocate them, but it's a whole process. And like back then, um, poor fam, like fine, like people who were poor back then were buried over here. Like I think a plot was like 10 bucks and um, they stayed there for a really long time. I mean, Anthony Palmer, Palmer Cemetery is a historic piece of land in the middle of Fishtown mm-hmm. and he was involved with the mutual burial ground in Kensington so it's like it's wild but like you can remove bodies bill it's a whole thing it's not really the most organized process still because it's like who's who's in that business who wants to do that they kind of just leave it untouched I feel like in my mind but that's why South Philly people have a funeral guy you know like yeah. Yeah. yeah, we have one yeah. one guy that covers all of South right. Philly. He's busy. Yeah. He's really busy. <laughs> I'm sure. So, 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 but I would imagine that, you know, just like anything else, if there's not someone complaining about it, it kind of probably gets, you know, uh, tossed to the side. Like, in other words, if you don't have family saying, hey, that's my grandmother's plot, you got to do something. If they don't have that... I bet you, like, that's when the rules, a lot of rules get broken. You know what sure, I mean? When nobody's yeah. going, well, you know, you got to do this or you got to do that. They're probably like. Well, it's a, it's yeah. a, it's a family it business. Here. Like, it talks about, let me see. Um, there's an under, well, well, if you skip all the way to the bottom of the article, it says there is definite reason to believe that graves are still at the site of mutual burial ground of Kensington of the thousands of bodies likely buried there. Not a single record exists that these bodies were actually removed. So back to your point, it's like, they're probably still there, dude. 
like but um it's a family business like if there's mention of palmer there's mention of houston there's mention of you know um what other streets like all these streets that are famous in fishtown now it goes back to these like 18 people families from the 1800s so like especially in where mackenzie and i live it's historic fishtown like Mm -hmm. these are the dudes who you know manage the land it's crazy it's really cool but it's spooky but it's so so do you do you ladies know if you were ever in uh, a building or anywhere else that was supposedly uh haunted not i i um i mean i know well i've heard like there was a friend who bought a house on palmer and my buddy michael uh, there were they were these it was a couple and they were like dude there's like some sort of spirit in the living room when we walk in the house we like feel something and they were telling my buddy Michael this and Michael was like yeah is it in like the front corner near the window and they were like yeah and he's like pretty sure that's a young a young boy and we were like what and he's like um what's the word he's kind of a medium not kind of but he had like you he has that like sense like the sixth sense yeah and uh so they like recently moved in when they were talking to him about this and they were like would you come over and like help us um you know excavate the spirit or whatever the term is and uh like I, there's like a whole process you like open <laughs> exercise you, like, exercise it that's the word <laughs> exercise yeah, it you know? it's like taking it to the gym yeah let's go yeah. to let's go to crossfit uh, on front uh, <laughs> street yeah let's you know? get off yeah <laughs> let's do the workout of the day gotta keep my ghost in shape <laughs> right um and there's like a whole process with that that's pretty fascinating like you open the windows and you're like, hey, you can stay, but like, this is my house. Like, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know the whole thing. <laughs> I've, I've never, one, but one of those ghost yeah. shows. Um, but that's like, where's this? The place in Fairmount, the the penitentiary. Oh yeah, yeah. Have you been in there, Bill? Yeah. Well, they have the Halloween tour. Bill loves I've that never, Halloween. I've tour. never been to it. Yeah, you you didn't. Oh, well, Mackenzie, you didn't go right the first. Yeah, but year. I went the second. Oh, you went the second year. Okay. Yeah. I think we um, went together. Was, was I not invited to this? Because I wasn't on the team. Because I'm no, 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 no. It was. I don't a, think you weren't. You weren't. <laughs> you weren't. <laughs> it was a compass. I don't think. Were you? It nah, was like nah. a compass affiliated one. Um, right. That's awesome. I'm only kidding, guys. No, the first two. The first two years were. Yeah. The first two years were. Bill, I think we went together oh. the second year. Like we were in the same group. Maybe not. Okay. You know, I think. I, well, I definitely went both years. I definitely went two years because the second year it wasn't as fun as the first year because it was kind of the same and I kind of knew what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Oh, they didn't but change it at all? I had so much fun. So wait, you haven't you haven't I haven't been. done the tour there? Here's why. I haven't oh. been, but also I'm the person so whose eyes are closed the entire time. So it's like, there's it's no so reason good. to bring me. I'm like, oh, take Dina me on a hayride. I'll go on a hayride. <laughs> wait, <laughs> wait, Mackenzie, what did you think? Um... I, I'm such a baby. I was like a little bit scared. I don't like when things jump out at me. So I literally, I don't even remember who exactly it was, but I had some man just in front of me who like was at the office, like someone, I don't know who. And I was just like holding him in front of me to like be the person <laughs> that people jumped out at. 
so like i knew so it wasn't me that they were like targeting um and like if you if you go that route like it's fine you know it's not that scary (laughs) yeah well if you close your eyes the entire time and just hold on to somebody's shirt till you get out yeah it's not going to be scary you kind of have to see (laughs) what's going on so dina are you you're too scared to do that like that's not for you listen bill don't judge me i'm sure i come off as a very brave individual (laughs) in these moments but yeah no my eyes are closed Wait. You can't pry them open if you tried. They are, but like if you take me on a hayride, I'm chilling. I'm watching the whole thing because I know I'm going to move on out of there. And it's it's just I don't like being in a confined space either. It was you know? yeah. oh, wait, it Dean. Was so good. The yeah. first. Ha- have you ever been to like just the normal tour of like just the prison? Not no, I've one? never. I've never been in there. You guys. Oh, I, I'm never really over there in general. It looks I love cool, prisons. What? <laughs> like I, I want to tour every prison. I want to go to Alcatraz so bad. Do they even do that? Can you go to? Yeah, them? yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, you can. That's that's cool. It's yeah, just I mean, so it's it it's so interesting. I think you know what I mean because like in no way do I ever see myself ending up in a prison. <laughs> you never know. Well, <laughs> right? Who knows? Um, it's possible. Right. Possible. No. But no, so no. I want to. I want to like be in something and see what it's like to be there because i don't think i'll ever experience it you know sure you're gonna be like the 90 year old lady who's like my one wish Mm -hmm. is to get arrested and then there's like an article Mm -hmm. on npr and it's like mackenzie blue of philadelphia is cuffed up and taken into jail for her one her dying wish it's like yeah those are the those are the appropriate moments oh i hope i get an npr article out of that i really do I mean, I think the those buildings are cool, like um, the old historic buildings like that. Like, that's what's so cool about Philly. There's so much history here. Um, mm-hmm. But I've never been over there, uh, unfortunately. I need to go over there. Um, maybe someday. You just, like, never been in that area? No, I have. I just, it's not my go-to. Oh, like, well. To, like, know. go to the actual penitentiary. Yeah, because I'm a big baby. And... <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, yeah, let, what are you doing on Saturday? I don't know. Let's go to the penitentiary. Like, no, I'm not going <laughs> to. If you're easily scared, the Halloween tour would freak you out. Like, it's, but like, I found it so, it was so much fun. The first year, I guess it was, I guess it was in October of, of 2018. I had, I've never, uh, I wasn't, I didn't do the tour, you know, the regular Eastern State tour um, off season or, you know, not during Halloween. So I had no idea what to expect, but. The Halloween thing was, I'm telling you, I never laughed. I haven't laughed that hard and for that long <laughs> since I was, I don't know, 10. So I'm running through this prison, right, this tour, and I'm with a group. We had like maybe eight people in our group, and the girls were just screaming and running. It was, <laughs> I was, when I tell you, I like bellied over. I had to stop at points, and I'm bellied over. It's like a good cardio just, workout. Couldn't yeah. I couldn't take I could not take it. I love it. What was cool about it was is they have I think it was called the first year was called the boneyard or something like that. I, I, or there was like they have four different sections and what they do is I mean it's you're in there for literally almost 40 minutes. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. You're going through and 
you go through the first section, and every time you go through this, a section that might take, let's say, 10 minutes, you wind up back in the yard. So you get like a break, and then you're in line again to go back inside, and you're like, kind of like zigzagging through the prison. So huh. you get this break, which is good. So we would get out to the yard, and everybody's like gasping, you know, laughing. I am just trying to catch my breath because I can't. I was just laughing so hard in there because it, they're jumping out at you. There's loud noises. They're swinging stuff. There's fake chainsaws. There's all this crazy mm-hmm. shit. But, you know, they can't touch you. You know right. what I mean? So, like, there's yeah. nothing really. I mean, they can if you wear the glow-in-the-dark necklace. They're allowed to grab you and throw you in different rooms and that kind of thing. But I didn't, I didn't have it on. So it was like. You know, I was just like, there's literally nothing they could do. So, because if you, they know who's scared and oh, who's yeah, not scared. Because yeah. they'll run up to, if they're running up to me and I'm dying laughing, they just stop and they just go around because they're like, this guy, like, you can't tackle me. You, and I'm, I'm not going to jump because I'm, I see you coming and I'm laughing my butt off already. So, they would get in our face, Mackenzie. We would be the victims. Oh. A hundred percent. Well, that's what they do. And they, the girls are like scream or, you know, and like cover their head. And they would get off on that. You know what I mean? Like, and then, then run away. And it was so, I, so the second year we went back, I guess Mackenzie said she was with our group that time. And I just, it was yeah, like, they I had said, a different theme. You have to take my word for it. Cause Bill does not remember. <laughs> I don't yeah, remember. Yeah. I don't oh, remember. They, <laughs> according, according to reports, she was there. Not verified though. Um, <laughs> But, um, you know, it just, they had different themes, but it was all very similar. So I had a good time, but it was nowhere near. Like, so I'm going to wait a couple of years before I go back again because it was, uh, you know, I, it was kind of like, oh, yeah, I remember this part. I remember this part, that type of thing. The thing about but it. It's a lot of fun. If you get scared, that's that's really the fun. I mean, I, that's. Oh, yeah. Because that's kind of hard to do you should you should do it i mean i don't know if we didn't do it this year right i don't, I don't think I, yeah i, can't I don't imagine. think they had it this yeah. year well, no. i used to live i used year. to live in orlando right i went to college down there right and so disney had the whole thing like the whole shebang they put up this crazy production i forget what it's called i think it's like horror nights or something horror nights <laughs> however you want to pronounce it but um you're silly it's okay <laughs> kids yeah yeah you know what i'm trying to say the the people who work there are like top shelf theater kids and that was the scariest thing for me i was like freaking out in the best way but that's the last time i really went to uh, like a haunted a true haunted house uh situation and like wild like, and there were so many people who go to that. It's like a whole production. Have you ever been to Disney World, Bill? Yeah, I was there a bunch, actually. It's been years, but, and it wasn't during, during Halloween. Oh, my God. It's, uh, it's really cool. I mean, it was like, this was like when The Dark Knight came out. So everyone was like going nuts off of that. And like, they had a whole, like, everyone's dressed up as the Joker and all that stuff. It was, it's creepy. Um, really fun, but yeah, I can't, I can't handle being in like a haunted house, haunted room or anything like that. I'm too weak in that sense. <laughs> Dina, <do> you- <laughs> I'm too weak, guys. I can't do it. Do you Neither watch- can my partner. She's like, no, 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 too spooky. No, no. Like, so I have- <laughs> She'll to protect you. You, you both like- go. She'll, she has your back. Just go. Yeah. I mean- Next year. Next year we're going. That's it. <laughs> we'll see. Maybe we'll all go. Yeah, we'll go. Oh my God. 
just the three of us. We'll we'll mic up and see what happens. Yeah, stick a GoPro on my head and watch watch the the hilarity ensues. Like, oh my God, Bill Bill will be like on the floor. Yeah, just like some flying expletives coming from me. (laughs) Yeah, screaming, Bill just laughing. I think there's a, I think I have a picture. I got to look. I'm going to look on my Instagram. I think there's a picture of our group after the tour back across the street at that bar mackenzie what mackenzie's was mascara was, was running down her face <laughs> yeah. <she> was <laughs> well what's cool is when you're in line to go in they're like would you like blood i'm like yes <laughs> of course so later's like so i have like fake blood on my face <laughs> i think the, the, I tour. Love that. the bar is urban saloon oh I urban saloon yeah, so yeah. we were so we were like at, back at Urban Saloon afterwards, like getting drinks and stuff. Um, I'm gonna see if they I can must find make a picture. A, I'm gonna send it they to must you. make a killing around Halloween because of the penitentiary. Absolutely. Like, oh my god, hundred percent, Bill. I actually have a picture. I think of um, it's like it's like my personality picture is what I call it because it's. I think it's the second year. So we were in line to like get into the penitentiary, and this is how I know that you and I were together. So it's offensive that you don't think so, <laughs> but <laughs> but it's a picture of me and Sean is next to me and I am like looking at you, um, like with my hand, like I'm like like saying something aggressive, like this is gonna fucking suck, like <laughs> that's what it looks like is coming out of my mouth towards you. It's the funniest picture. Quote of the night. Yeah, I gotta see it. I gotta see it's it. It's funny. I'll send it to you. Dina, do you but you had just a good photoshop time, didn't me you? into that? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, no, I I would go again. It's it's nothing that like it scared me so much that I wouldn't even step foot in there again. You know what I mean? Like I w- it, it was like a fun experience. I'm gonna when this pandemic is over and we go to a haunted house, I'm gonna wear the face shield just to protect myself <laughs> from this spooky stuff. That's what I'm gonna do. Yeah. Because oh my god, I can't. I, my eyes are just automatically closed. Like I just. Anyway, Dina, do you, do you watch <laughs> uh, scary movies? Like, are you good with that stuff? I mean, I'll watch like Hocus Pocus. And, That's like, not scary. Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> I can't. That's the level you know, we're dealing with yeah, right now. Well, speaking of Michael Myers, I was, guys, this is a true story. I was a kid and I was at a slumber party and they put on Halloween one and I had to call my mom and have her pick me up because I was so freaked out. <laughs> I was like, mom, you're going to get me. She's like, okay. It's like 11. She's like pulling up. I'm like, see you guys. <laughs> Can't handle it. It was right, so fun when it lasted. Yeah. yeah. I was like, Bye, <laughs> That, ha- that happened pizza. to me too, Dean. I'm not going to lie. Me? Well, I, well, yeah. Friday the 13th, part three. Part three managed it through the original part two, and then part three really did you in at the slumber party. No, I've never seen any of them, but that's the oh. movie that was on. It was like a fourth grade sleepover or something. I was like, I can't handle it. <laughs> so I didn't like scary movies when I was a kid either, but I don't know. It's at some point, it doesn't bother me. But like uh, the, the haunted house was so much fun. I can't find the pictures. Mackenzie, you got to dig them up. Okay, well. I'll text um, you, Dina. I have to admit something, which is not going to surprise any of you, but I think it's going to give um, – some context to our interview with Michael Myers. I have not seen any of those movies. <laughs> oh my god! Well, no, we we knew okay. that because I was I was asking you to watch Halloween. You said you were going to, but it just needed to be around. Right, and Halloween. then I completely forgot. 
Yeah, Mackenzie, here's the thing. Nobody expected There's still you to time. have seen those. Okay, thank God. All right. Yeah, you're, you're all right. It's okay. We forgive you, I guess. But I just really needed to get it off my chest because I, I know that we're gonna we're gonna pan to like the interview, and I'm like pretty silent because I have no idea what's going on. You know? That's so great. Well, now that we interviewed him, you had now you really should go back. Yeah, you know. I know. Oh God. That's a lot of movies. He was he's in so many movies. And like Just go just watch the original. That's all you really, need. Really, that's true. The original sums do it, it up. Do it for Jamie Lee Curtis. Don't do it for him. All right. All right. Poor Jamie Lee cuz she's still I'll in the do business. It for her. I'll eat an Activia, Activia yogurt while I'm oh, doing I it. Eat that. <laughs> Oh my god! That's a good. That's a good. <laughs> You're not going to need it creepy. after the scary movie. <laughs> <laughs> True. True. No, yeah. Oh man, yeah. That's a good. That's a good old school creepy movie. It's, yeah. I mean, it's just creepy, but it's not. It's not really cheesy. It's just good. It's not over the top. Um, they do weird. John Carpenter does weird stuff in the movie that I like. I like just subtle weird things. Like I think it's the beginning of the movie. There's a scene where Jamie Lee Curtis is walking down a street, mm-hmm. and it just looks a little off, and you don't know why. Mm-hmm. And then years later, I find out that John Carpenter made her walk backwards up the street, and then when and then played the film in reverse. Yeah, that's weird. It just makes her look weird, wow. you know, and you don't know why. And you're like, what is going, what, what, I don't understand, something don't look no, right. That's- so, like, I love that stuff, the weird, creepy little things, not the over-the-top, in-your-face, like, that moved a new it with that clown. Oh, like, no. That stuff's Hell not no. even scary because once you see it, it's not scary. I want to just think it's almost like Jaws. That's probably why Jaws is my favorite <laughs> movie. Getting back to Jaws, because you don't see the shark for like ninety yeah, percent of the movie. That's true. It's the thought of it. It's the idea the of suspense. it. Suspense. And that yes, mm-hmm. and that's what that's the the kind of scary movies I like. The cr- the creepiest, most like messed up movie that I've seen, and and I have not seen a lot of movies, but or, or scary movies or movies in general. We'll just say that. Yeah, um, there you go. I'm really yeah, that. yeah. Um, was sinister. I feel like that was like a, a pretty messed up movie. Sinister. Yeah, I saw, I like that. I actually like that movie. Guys, I've never heard of it. I'm gonna Google it. It's with um, Ethan Hawke. Ethan Hawke. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. That's a dark. That's it's pretty very dark, dark. Motion picture. Yeah. Yeah. That's creepy. Yeah, and I think that's like I'm not gonna lie. that's like the top of the it's 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 creepy and I wouldn't say it's like scary. Like I didn't have like nightmares or anything about it, but it's the creepiest most like oh my god, why did you think of this and make this yeah. movie? Yeah, who's movie who that I've seen? Thought of this. Whose brain is responsible? Right. Yeah. yeah. You're right though, Mackenzie. That's more like a the suspense. Yeah. That's I like that. And then the ending's creepy too. Mm-hmm. It, it's kind of it's kind of weird. Creepy. Yeah. That that was a good one. I saw that in the movie theater. Oh, that makes it worse. And, I feel like that's um, harder to see scary movies in a movie, <laughs> well, movie theater. What's fun here that's here's here's what's funny yeah. about here's what's funny about that. So my sister this is like a weird thing. She tortures herself with these movies <laughs> because she gets scared to death, but she has to see them. <laughs> Okay. Oh my gosh. Now she's the one in the movie theater with her with her both hands over her face, See? and I'm like, "Why did you pay to move, pay the money to be here? Like, you might as well." So she would call. And it's been a while since she did this, but she would call me up, and she would say, "All right, this movie's coming out. 
we got to go see it. She's like, I need you there because, and I know I, I, she doesn't have to say, because what happens is, and she, she, she sits between me and her husband and then like my brother will be sitting there too. So she likes to go see them with me because I'll be sitting there and I'll be commentating the movie, you know, and making it funny and then it's less scary for her. I like that. You know, like I'll like 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 there's a scene <laughs> there's a scene where this like Rottweiler's walking in the yard and I'm just like whispering to her, I'm like, Uh oh, what's this guy gonna do? Holy crap, he's sniffing his butt. I don't know. <laughs> and like she and like it I breaks it. the tension for her and she'll get she's looking both her hands are in front of her face covering the screen and she's looking over at me dying laughing. And she's like, What are they doing now? And I'm like, Ooh, I don't know. Dog's about to bite something. You know, and it's just like so it, it breaks the tension for her. So she she kinda feels like she saw it, but <laughs> didn't really I get love it. That's so great. So she See, can laugh a little. She she pays for that experience. I bow out i'm like you know what no because my i'm gonna cover my face so i'm too cheap to pay for that i can just do that <laughs> i'll wait in the car and do that like you guys enjoy it but that's that's really cute i love the people who like interact in the movie theater with a scary movie because that really it does break the tension like mm-hmm. i saw i'm trying to think of like a creepy movie i saw like what what lies beneath in theaters with Michelle Pfeiffer and Richard Gere. That movie was creepy AF. Do you remember? Have you no, guys seen that movie? I haven't seen it. I don't think I have. Well, look it up. Mackenzie, add it to the list. <laughs> Maybe we'll get to it in like five years. You know? Right. It's going to take a while. <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't know. I like comedies. I can't handle uh, a thriller. I really can't. Well, oh, normally, yeah. Do. What's that? I can do scary movie like with the Wayans brothers. I can watch that. <laughs> <laughs> well, normally I don't, I don't, not into them either. I'd rather watch comedy too. But like for this time of year, October, it seems like a couple nights a week, me and Sheen are like, all right, let's see if we can find a scary movie. Can we put on a scary movie? I mean, we wind up watching Beetlejuice because, you know, it's just oh, yeah. on, which I love. I, I always leave that on. But um, yeah, we're always trying to find a scary movie for fun. I love it. My, my, Speaking my house, of, hold on, hold yeah. on. Speaking of Beetlejuice, Mackenzie didn't make any sounds there. Mackenzie, have you <laughs> not seen Beetlejuice? No. Oh, man. Mackenzie. I, I, I understand. The other <laughs> night, I just watched, I don't even think I watched the full thing, um, but the beginning of uh, A Nightmare Before Christmas. You have time to get to that. Do That's I? Sheena's favorite movie, I think. She loves really? that movie. That's a yeah, movie. she loves that movie. It was good. I, I love Claymation, so I'm surprised that I haven't seen it before. Like, I love Wallace and Gromit and all of those movies because I used to watch them when I was little. But I, I feel like I, I don't I feel like it's just like a, a household thing. Like my household was never one that like put on um holiday movies i don't know especially like halloween like we watched a lot of christmas movies but i didn't even know that there were really like halloween specific movies until i was older sure i think it's a a household thing like my family was such a a movie you know tv based family like do you remember (laughs) tgif like in the 90s I mean, you weren't alive, but like every Friday night, there would be like a uh, like a sequence of like five great shows from seven to like nine, and it was like Pizza Friday, and you'd watch TGIF, and you'd watch like Boy Meets World and Home Improvement and all that oh, stuff. I loved like, Boy Meets World. Yeah, and then we would watch 
because my brother has special needs. I don't know if we've talked about this, but he has Down syndrome. And people who have Down syndrome, yeah, yeah. So he's my older brother. We're Irish twins. He's like exactly a year older than me. We share birthday parties. Oh, that's so cute. Oh, yeah. So kids with Downs are like borderline obsessive over certain things. Like they're very passionate about one or two things. Mm -hmm. And Gary is passionate about movies, TV, and books. So like... You know, his room, he'll have, like, stacks of DVDs, like, lined up, like, it's Blockbuster, like, display Mm -hmm. on his wall. And, like, we'll watch. I've seen everything. He's seen Jumanji, like, 79 times, I think. Like, you know, that's his favorite movie. What's up? Do you think that was, like, an influence of why you went to film school? 100%. That's cool. Yeah, 100%. Well, and also, too, yeah, I mean, uh, more just, like, a creative visual house mom was a is a really good photographer like she's not in any family pictures because she's the one taking them you know what i mean like yeah but yeah he uh so like tv at our house was like a big thing because that's kind of how gary can relate to people Mm -hmm. he that's how he learned how to like socialize with people and like he's very funny because of like the 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 shows he's watched growing up and even now he's very like he's really into like the pg type stuff but then Mm -hmm. growing up we joke because he would like order really funny movies like american pie my dad would come downstairs (laughs) and be like gara ordered american pie again and i'm like okay thanks for letting me know (laughs) guys but yeah like so i think it's definitely like a household thing how you grow up uh because like mary my partner she's she's like you ken she's seen like four movies Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like an ongoing joke. Like, have you seen that? What are you talking about? No. Who? Because the other yeah. day she was like, let's watch uh, Sleepless in Sea Isle. And I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Sleepless in Sea Isle. I'm like, are you talking about Sleepless in Seattle? Right. Time? But- like, see, uh, so, yeah. Sleepless I mean, in Sea Isle is a much more specific movie than Sleepless in yeah, Seattle. Snooki's in, in that one. Yeah. You know? <laughs> That's the Jersey Shore, but romantic yeah. comedy. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean, that was a big part of my house. I don't know about you, Bill, but it sounds like you watched a lot of movies when you were a kid. Um, I don't, yeah, I mean, it's you're right. It's just specific to like what's going on, what's going on in the house. But um, we watched a lot of, like, TV, TV shows we liked a lot. We would sit around and watch some TV shows. But the movies, uh, but, yeah, right, I could tell you right now, uh, <laughs> I know we, we spoke about Roadhouse 9,000 times. It's on every night. <laughs> Mackenzie hasn't seen it, which I get. It's one of cheesy 90s movie, But it's so funny because every night I'm, like, flip, flipping through the channels, and I'm like, Roadhouse is on again. And I almost just take a picture of it every night and text it to you go, it's on again. Roadhouse <laughs> is on again. Yeah. It's on every single night. Bridesmaids has been on forever too. Oh, I love Bridesmaids. Um, yeah, 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 I do too. That's funny. Uh, but um, yeah, you wind up. I, I Sheena, it drives her crazy because I think I, I'll leave on the same movies all the time. But it's because I don't want to pay attention to it. You know what I mean? Like I've seen yeah. it a million times. I'm doing something else. I just just to leave it on. So at night, if I if I put on Roadhouse, she's like, Oh no. And I'm like, why? You're not going to watch it anyway. You're on your phone. We're working. It doesn't. Who cares? Like, it just, it's really again. <laughs> it's like a soundtrack. It's background music. Yeah. That's all it is. I'm like, come on. Pat yeah. Sweezy's about to beat some guys up in this cowboy bar. It's great. 
Yeah, yeah. He's like, no, I can't take it's it. Great hair. He's got great hair, and he's just a really good fighter. Who knew? Yeah, he knows you karate. Know? He's the coolest dude in the room. Come on. Yeah. Come on. How can you deny that? How can you deprive and yourself of watching yeah, that? Point Break. Yeah, Point Break. Another Pat point. Swayze with Keanu Reeves, and, you know, it's not surfer movie. It's great. Great movie. Great movie. I feel like I watched a lot of uh, television. Like, I watched a lot of series of, like, like I huge Golden Girls fan. Like, oh, I was, like, yeah. O- yeah, like, I was, like, old stuff, but it was always, like, series that were, like, just syndicated TV. You know what I mean? That was just, like, running and on. And when I would come home from school at 3 p.m., like, that's what would be on. Oh, yeah. I remember... I'm in second grade and my teacher's like, what's your favorite show? And I literally said Roseanne. And I think she was like, are you kidding me? And I'm like, I love Roseanne. Like, I didn't know she was like, you know, like she, I don't know, like yeah. was kind of sassy or whatever, but I loved it. Like, I love those. I love those series. Like, I love stuff like that. I feel you on that. Golden Girls is a classic. Didn't that house just sell? You guys speaking of yeah. real estate. Yeah, I read that somewhere. That's what's yeah. up. White. My grandmother used to watch Golden Girls and used to laugh her ass off. And she loved, love she loved Blanche. And she would say, oh, that Blanche, she's such a floozy. And she would die <laughs> laughing. Like she would just laugh her ass off. Loved it. So good. Oh, I love Golden Girls. I have a Golden Girls tattoo. You guys <laughs> what? Know that Come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's on my arm. It says, um, Sicily, comma, 1922 for... Uh, Sophia, Sophia, who like always, yeah, goes into those stories of like, picture it, Sicily, nineteen twenty-two. That's that is so a good tattoo. Funny. Thank you. That is hilarious. My grandmother was from Sicily, so she loved Sophia too. So she used to uh-huh. crack up. Yeah, Ken, that makes you Italian. <gasps> I'm not, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> that tattoo makes you Italian. I, you can amazing. On that. Yeah. All right. You want to buy a house in South Philly, and they're like, "Yeah, I don't know." And you're like, no. "Check the tat." And they're no, like, "Okay, so, you're in." No, too. South Philly. The the question is that they want to know the percentage. It's all about the percentage. Oh, yeah. Are you a hundred percent? All right, then you're okay. Hundred percent, fifty percent. Forget it. That's it. They're all about Yo, percentages. Speak- if you ever talk to a South Philly Italian <laughs> guy, he's always like, "I'm a hundred percent." I love telling you that percentage. Very proud of it. They Never been it. to Italy, well, probably, but we'll tell you. That percentage number. I'm just gonna be like, I I have a funeral guy. It's okay. Oh my god. Yeah, I have a funeral guy. Well, it sounds like you're talking about my father because he's he's a hundred percent according to him and his family has never been to Italy in his life. And my mom did the uh, the twenty three and Me or whatever one of those things Uh because there was a joke that she's not Italian because her last name is an Italian. Her grandparents are like from England and all that stuff. So she's a mutt and it came back and she's like, I'm 5%. Oh my so I'm God. like, dad, you, <laughs> it's like the whole thing. But she's got like olive skin. My dad's like a pale Italian. Like, it's really funny. Um, and I'm like, dad, you got to do it. And he's like, no, 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 no. I'm like, why are you afraid you're not 100%, dude? Like, what happens? Your whole life changes. Like, yeah, your exactly. whole your whole identity is, like, just flushed down the tubes. You're like, who am I? 72% Italian. What is that even? Like, can you imagine? That would flip oh. their lives upside down. Absolutely. That's Bill, funny. Bill, should you do it? Would I do it? Yeah. No, I wouldn't do it. 
no, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. I was just talking. It's, I was talking to Sheena today. It's just so crazy. I was asked, I was like, because my son was sitting on my lap, and I said, I wonder what his percentages are, and just in general, because I don't even think Sheena knows exactly. She's like she said, her mom's a, a mutt, so she's her mom's got like. 10 different things you know and her dad's mm-hmm. like yeah, half yeah. irish and half italian and i'm half italian and half something else that i'm i'm really not sure of i probably should do it but and i have no clue what my son is he probably has like 30 different things i would think yeah 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 it's better to, it's better that way i feel like you're kind of more immune you know what i mean you're more immune to shit you're 100 percent. it's like yeah if you're like a full bred italian you're gonna come down with something like just like a, like a like, you're a, like, a, like a purebred like, dog you know your hips are gonna yeah go. the purebreds are not like, good. yeah the purebred it's got like you know a lifespan of x and this but like a mutt you're like that fucking thing is gonna live forever i'm, you're, I'm you're definitely like, curious yeah. but i would never never do a dna thing i don't want my dna on file i'm like a weird conspiracy <laughs> thing i'll get accused of something i didn't do Same. Yeah. i don't need well, that right. shit i don't need it now the reason. fbi's got my dna on file no 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 right like i'm like so a we, week away from deleting facebook okay so i'm right. not going to give anybody my about, dna should we talk about your your wi-fi I feel like we should acknowledge that right now. Say, like what? Yeah. I don't even know what you're... Your Wi-Fi? What about it? How you turn it off every night because you're scared. Of <laughs> <laughs> the government okay. or like of no. the radiation? Of the, gover- no. of the radiation. <laughs> right? clear your name. You, right. you got to clear right. your name. First of all, I had stopped, <laughs> I stopped doing that, but only because I moved <laughs> my router into the basement, so I feel like I got a safe distance from it. <laughs> It's like inside of a cinder block it's, or something, so you're safe. <laughs> no. Here, the Wi-Fi is so weak, but he's like, it's, it's okay. totally weak. I'm, it's I got like two bars on my laptop right now. I'm looking at it. <laughs> but no, I have a theory that it's not good for you. It's not it, to be around like close to – think about it this way. If you were buying a house, would you ever buy a house with a cell tower in, in the yard or next to the house? Would that bother you? Some people say no. A lot of people say yeah. So these, this is just my theory, of course. So it's probably 100% inaccurate. But routers <laughs> are like mini towers in your home. They're, they're pushing out signals. Like your body, it's an irritant. Like your body has to get, you have to feel it. Okay. Now I know even if I don't have it, I could see my neighbor's Wi-Fi on my phone. It's coming through. Um, it's not good for you. So that's just my opinion. Yeah. All right, ladies, we got to wrap up this segment. Um, coming up next is the Mike Myers interview. And uh, Mackenzie is going to watch Halloween for us, the original Mike Myers Halloween, uh, before our next taping. Right, Mackenzie? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just watch it like at high noon with all the shades up, a lot of light coming in. You yeah. Know, other things going on. You're going to be texting, adoring it. So you you're not going to be that right. engaged. I'm assuming. Yeah. That no. That's correct. That's the exact uh, picture of me watching <laughs> that movie. It'll be For on. Sure. You'll occasionally glance at the TV. But right. You'll give us your uh, full movie review during our next show. Okay. <laughs> well, sure. <laughs> Good luck. All right. Coming up next, Mike Myers. Guys, our special guest today is my dear friend. And yes, I may have sold him a home or two. 
um, the one and only Michael Myers. Michael. <laughs> Hi, everyone. <laughs> How are you? Welcome. Did, did you like those sound effects? I loved the sound effects. I didn't realize that this was going to be a variety show. Yeah. Um, we bring all the stops. All right. This is going to be really fun. <laughs> Thanks for being here. I'm really excited. And I guess for the record, you know, you're not the one and only Michael Myers. I mean, you're near and dear in my heart and maybe you're my one and only, but on the grand stage of life, there are other Michael Myers out there. It's a really strange name, yeah. I was shocked at how many people know somebody in their life named Michael Myers, and they're very upfront and willing to tell me stories about that person. Do you Um, like that? Do you like hearing those stories? I appreciate that there are other people out there that get accosted at banks and at... Pretty much anywhere where you use your credit card or have to tell somebody your name as often as I do, because it is it is very frequently. Mm, yeah. Somebody will, somebody will either say, ooh, are you going to kill me? Or they'll say, <laughs> oh, funny guy, tell me a joke. Like, yes. Funny. It's two extremes. It's like it's murderer funny. or comedian. You really, it's, you couldn't be further apart. And I guess that's why, like... I really wanted to bring you on is because, you know, Halloween is this weekend. You are quite the Halloween specialist, I guess, for two reasons. One, like we've already touched on, your name is Michael Myers. Absolutely. And two, the second point, I mean, you're spiritually inclined, they say. I have the abilities to be spiritually inclined. It's, it's, it's an interesting, uh, it's an interesting gift. Yeah. I mean, how would you... I guess, how would you describe those? Like, you know. Yeah, like, um, is it a sixth sense? Would you consider yourself a medium? Yes, I would. Although I I, I feel like, I feel like, I feel like, well, everybody really has the capacity to feel energy and to um, communicate with spirit or to interact with spirit they probably just don't realize that they're doing it they probably just don't realize that the things that they're sensing and feeling or that they're encountering are those messages or are those energies and i think that um some people uh just are really sensitive to it and then some people are just kind of sensitive to it and then some people are less much much less sensitive to it and i don't think that that has anything to do with anything in particular but i do think it's like a muscle i think you can exercise it and you can encourage it and you can grow it and Mm -hmm. you can definitely shut it off you can shut it off and you can turn it on well so wow that's that's fascinating when did you like feel like you first could tell something that muscle was there for you Um, I mean, I remember being a little kid and feeling, I I mean, you could honestly, the way that I like to describe it is it's like having a memory or a thought, but it's in the forward part of your, your brain, like the forward part of your head. Like it, it, I don't know how to, I can pinpoint where it is. Like people say you have a third eye and that kind of lives like right in your forehead between your two eyes. It's kind of extended above that, that you kind of have these thoughts from. That's at least where I feel like this, these, these particular um, like sensations come from. 
and they're usually in pictures. They're usually in feelings. I get a lot of feelings. Like I, I sense and feel very deeply um, in certain situations. So, you know, I always kind of felt that way. I always kind of knew like, while something was happening that there was a very familiar feeling to it. Like, like I, I, you kind of like knew the outcome of it as it was happening, like almost like a deja vu in a way that's Mm. kind of like a, that's kind of an experience of it. Um, I mean, some people hear, some people hear, you know, recordings, like almost sounds like a recording, like voices or somebody talking. Some people, see pictures repeatedly some people physically see something um i mean there's so many different ways i have never physically seen anything like in the room with me but i've definitely sensed it and known it's there i've seen it in that kind of space that i was talking about yeah Yeah. can you can you like communicate with it yes meaning like the spirit yeah, but it's not like you're talking, having a conversation. It's more like you you can speak to it. You can you can kind of tell it things. You can say things. You can feel things. But mm-hmm. it kind of shows it back to you in like okay, in like a picture or symbols or yeah. through a feeling. It's not like it's it. It wouldn't just say to you like, oh, okay, yeah, that's yeah. Let me try. Let right. me try to you know go hunt that house next door because totally yeah so I guess for me like you know I'm always like I want because we show a lot of houses right so I'm like I wonder if this house is spiritually occupied and then it's like I don't know if I've ever have been in in somewhere like I, I can't I'm such an oblivious person to begin with so like I don't have that muscle but I'm, I'm like have you so you have been I don't know maybe in maybe in Philadelphia maybe not but have you recently been somewhere where you felt that or I know where you work is like an old historic building yeah you know have you ever like recently within the past year has there been anything fresh in your mind oh my god yeah I have such good stories in Philadelphia. Honestly, I've lived in so many cool places. Um, like I grew up in a 300-year-old farmhouse out in um, like towards Oli. And definitely wow. there when I was growing up, I felt energies, uh, very distinctive energies. But I didn't really, I mean, it was completely wild. Like I didn't know what I was feeling. I didn't know what I was thinking. I didn't know what was going on. It's just kind of like, you're a kid, you're, you're afraid of the dark, but yeah, you know, those feelings that you have, uh, when you're going up the stairs, but you feel like somebody's behind you walking up the stairs when you're a kid. So you walk a little bit faster, you know, yeah. like that's very, like that can be very real sensation, but it's actually not that far off of a sensation for when you are in a space where there is an energy there. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, you kind of have to not you kind of have to not be afraid of it and you kind of have to look at it like you would if you walked into a room and there was a person standing there, like you wouldn't run screaming from the room. You would say, Oh, what are you doing here? And hopefully help them either leave the room or just be okay with the fact that they're in that room. But So, yeah. So how do you help them leave the room? Because like, well, that's fascinating. Like, you know, I'm sure there are people who would appreciate that piece of information. They're like, okay, somebody's here. Yeah. I never invited them. What, how do I kindly let them know it's time to go? 
Like I'm a big um, sager. Is that something that works? To do what? Like sage. Oh yeah, sage is great. Okay. Sage doesn't eliminate spirit from a space. It just cleanses the space and allows mm. the spirit to. It 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 kind of like is an equalizer. It 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 like kind of positively and neutrally charges a space. Meaning, like it it's no longer a negative or positive space. It's just a neutral space that you can bring whatever you want to into the space, but preferably something positive. You never want to invite anything negative in. Um, yeah. Who needs you always want to, you always want to fill a space with positivity and light. And honestly, the real truth is, is that most spirits that you encounter are not negative. They are positive. They just are curious about you just as you know you might be curious about them but I do have a really interesting story because like I said like I was saying I, I lived in um out in the country I've lived in Savannah Georgia I've lived in New York Ooh. City yeah. all of these places that have so much history and I have never experienced more um like spiritual activity than I have um in Philadelphia get out so much so <gasps> much well, where in Philadelphia? So I where's where from, are the hot spots? Give us the hot spots. Well, I moved from I moved from Williamsburg to Philadelphia in like two thousand and nine. Williamsburg, and I, New York. Yes. Okay. Oh, what did yes. I just say? Yeah. No, no. Well, there's one in Virginia, I, correct? I, Mackenzie, hit us with the map info. Right. I, was, <laughs> yeah. I was in Brooklyn. Approved. I don't know what I just said. Williamsburg. I, yeah. Yeah. So I, yeah. So I moved to this amazing apartment on Kamak and Spruce and it was it's a oh my gosh, this building is incredible. It is a dream apartment. It had mm. two bedrooms, hardwood floors, a gorgeous marble fireplace. It it had a amazing like a uh, wood kind of curved staircase in the hallway. I was on the second floor. I had windows. I was a corner. <gasps> just unbelievable like if you were moving from new york that is the kind of apartment that like only really like well-off older rich people who are creative have in new york like nobody yeah. has that because they got it in the 80s and they've been in it for like 40 years totally such a but, stark contrast yeah um and i could afford it and i didn't have to have roommates i was so excited and i had looked at i i dragged my friend with me we we looked at 11 listings in one day we were <laughs> oh, speed we were speed looking. Because well, that's we had the thing that New in New York. Mentality. Yes. Yeah, we were ready. Yes. I had the checkbook in my hand. Yeah, that's not that's not the reality to, here. But yes, I was ready to pay whatever I needed to pay. Like you're like, here's my routing number. Yeah, and, and then I department. Yeah, totally. I was like, here's this is my blood type. My <laughs> my zodiac sign is this. You're yeah, like, I was I'm like, good. this is happening. We're doing it. Um, <laughs> right. But I. So I had looked at all these places and this was like literally the last place I looked at. And I walked in the front door and immediately, I didn't even leave the first room. I said, this is it. I, this is the place oh, I have man. to live in this place. This is the place. That's awesome. It had just the energy of this place was so, I felt like I was at home. It really brought me in. I, I, I just knew that that was where I was going to live. And, um, you know, I think that that's really important. I think that your first instinct and your initial gut energy is uh, uh, your gut instinct on the energy of the space. It's very important. And I think people really need to pay attention to that because that says a lot. That's 
part of what this gift is, you have to learn to process information very quickly. Yeah. And it's all about your initial gut instinct and that, that feeling that you get um, right away because that is part of the message. So suffice to say, I did get that apartment. Nice. I was there for maybe like two or three months. And I woke up at three o'clock in the morning and I was very thirsty. So I, in the dark, got out of bed, walked to the kitchen and half asleep in my mind, I had this thought and I said, okay, don't look at the window. Don't look over there by the chair because she's sitting in the chair and I just don't think I can deal with seeing her. So get just out. take the water and go back to bed. And that's not a normal thought to have. Oh I, I legitimately felt and knew that there was this woman sitting in the apartment uh, in a chair by the window. And as I'm telling the story, I'm getting the exact feeling and sensation this of who this woman is. And honestly, I have to tell you before I go much further in the story, like, yeah, she was that warm feeling in the apartment. She was that welcoming home feeling. She was a very loving, nurturing presence to have in that house. And really? I didn't know it at the time. So I was a little freaked out because like anybody would, you don't really want your space invaded by somebody you don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, she's not paying rent. Like no, she's not helping you with no, the bills. No. Yeah. Like, no. <laughs> um, so, so I went back to bed and then every day for the next, I don't even remember how long, probably like two, two years. I woke up every morning, three 30 in the morning on the exact dot, like <gasps> three o'clock, three 30, like open my eyes, look at the phone, three thirty, go back to bed. Like it Interesting. Just, you just couldn't like that time was just burned into my my routine now. And wow. um you know that's like part of it. There's messages that spirit likes to give you. Like so there's things that reoccur. Like if you happen to look at your watch every day and it's ten oh seven, like that means something. There that's part of a message. And so knowing that these messages are happening helps you kind of like deal with what, you know, the spirit is wanting to communicate to you. And most of the time, it's just to let you know that they're there. You know what I mean? Yeah. So was so, she, oh, go ahead, go on. Well, here's the, okay. So my mother also shares the same gift that I have. And I was talking to her on the phone one day. I was packing for a trip. I was going to Hawaii by myself, Ooh, major deal. Love. And I'm packing my suitcase and I'm like, I have no idea what to put in here. She wanted to chit chat. I was like, I can't talk right now. Like, I really need to pack. I got to go. I'll talk to you later. She says, okay, okay, that's fine. But I really wanted to tell you about the woman in white. <gasps> and I was like, oh, no, 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 no. You can't just say that as we're getting off the phone. Like, Get out of here. What yeah. do you mean the woman in white? Because I knew exactly what she was talking about because I knew about the woman in white. <gasps> she goes, well, you know, I've never seen your place. And I just, I'm always just so curious about it. So Sometimes at night I think about it and I let my mind wander and that's how I met her. And, you know, she's really nice. She really loves you. She's, you know, she wants you to be there. She's very protective of you. And she had this whole history of this woman and who she was, who her family was. Um, they lived in that house. They were Irish immigrants. She had wow. a son and a husband. Oh my God. Like she had this whole story and she said, 
she says that she just loved living there. She loved being there. She loved the energy and she wanted to come back. Like that's where she enjoyed being. That was a happy place for her. Right. And so, I mean, I felt very different about things after I found out that, that information, because honestly, I didn't want to go further. I didn't want to know because it, it did feel invasive, but I will say that that changed a lot about my thoughts on spirits that you live with, because most people think of the ghost as, you know, they're out to get you in the shower. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or like and that's, all that's, totally. not, that's really not what it is. It, it really isn't about that. I kind of love that she was happy that you were there and wanted you to be there. Like we yeah. don't, yeah, I associate that immediately with just what I've been taught, which is everything that you see on TV. So, you know, it's immediately spooky, but it's kind of great if they, you know, there are stories of you being embraced by that. Totally. And I think, I think that that's where it's hard for people to decipher is, well, what is this? Why is it here? What does it want for me? Um, Yeah. So I guess, can it just be people or are there animals too? Like, yeah, yeah. It's definitely animals. I we have a cat that lives with us right now that I see all the time out of the corner of my eye. Get and, out of here. Yeah, and it's totally weird because I'll be in the room and then you'll just see something kind of just like shoot past you. And you know, I mean, I've seen spirits walk past me in like in a quick line. But this mm. particular movement, it's like it's like down by your feet. It kind of darts in an angle. It doesn't, it, you know what I mean? It goes into like a, it doesn't move in a straight line like a person would. It, it moves like a cat would. And yeah, the reason it's doing I, its own thing. Yeah. yeah, it's doing its own thing. And the reason I know it's a cat is because it's shown itself to me as a cat. Like I know it's a cat oh and it's totally bizarre. I have no idea why it wants anything to do with me because I'm very allergic to cats and I don't particularly like I don't open myself up to cats I'm like you stay over there I'm gonna stay over here but this cat where's my Zyrtec like you know like for whatever reason this cat really likes me but do you think that your dogs because you have two dogs do you think that the dogs know oh yeah oh I love it so this is okay this we won't tell anybody this can we just keep it a secret absolutely yeah we'll keep it a secret so so my my husband Cipriano is very concerned about the fact that I can tell what's going on yeah, in right. a way that you can't. Yeah. So he gets very he gets very concerned when like I talk about, you know, spirit or something like that. Cause I think in his mind he thinks what everybody else is, which is like, don't bother me, don't bother me, just leave me alone. Right, right. Whereas I know that's not always the truth. So I don't really bring it up a lot with him if I see something. But there's been so many times when I've seen something and the dog also sees it and their <gasps> head moves and my head moves. And I'm like, okay, I didn't make that up. You saw it too. You Great. saw it. You Next, confirmed it. Yeah, yeah. We're moving on. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I love it oh because God. it's so, that's awesome. Oh my God. I think that, that is so cool. All the time. All the time. That's another reason to get pets, right? Right. Yeah. I mean, you probably, like I said, I don't know if anybody would notice it unless they also saw it, but mm-hmm. absolute, dogs absolutely and cats can see what's going on. Because mm-hmm. I catch, because we have two cats, and I catch the cats going into the kitchen a lot, and they're just like, 
well, sitting in there. Dina. Well, <laughs> I'm not in there, boo. I'm not in there, and neither is Mare. And I'm like, what do you guys do? We're in the living room. Like, what's up? And they're just, like, crouching into, and they're focusing on, like, something. And I'm like, yeah. is it a mouse? It could be. Could be. Maybe it's a mouse spirit. Maybe it's a spirit of a mouse. Mm-hmm. Like, Regina could have killed that mouse, you know, yeah. two years ago. We don't know. Still playing with it. Still playing with it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, Michael, like, okay, so I guess um, – my main question, well, I have so many, but if there's a presence and you feel it, what's the right way to clear your house or, you know, help the presence? I, yeah. Well, I, I think, I mean, I have so many opinions about this because spirits are people, spirits are people, you know what I mean? They have, the, yeah. they still have the same values that we have. They have, they have the same wants and needs in a way like they want to be known they want to be recognized acknowledged totally um, i don't think that they necessarily always want you to acknowledge like everything they've been through because by this point it doesn't matter so much to them i think that it's something greater that they're kind of expressing to you but um i think whenever you move into a new space or even when you're living in a space i think it's important to regularly cleanse that space of any energy that you have brought in. Um, I think that's actually more important and it's kind of establish it as a positive, um, safe place. So by doing that burning sage, you want to make sure that you cover all corners of the house, all areas of the house move towards the door. Wait, 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 wait. Energy. So like start in the farthest corner of your house. Okay. And you want to walk around each room, you want to make sure you're getting the perimeter of the room, any closets. I mean, be very careful when you're burning things. In your yeah, don't light anything up. We don't need a... <laughs> yeah, you don't right. need to go nuts with it. Like, we're talking a nice dusting will do. Like, you don't need to smoke out the house. Okay. <laughs> um, but you want to move... What you're doing as you're walking through is you're thinking about your space. And you're thinking about your presence in that space and what you want it to be. You're, you're, you want to flood that space with light, bright white light, and with positivity and happiness and calm. That's what you want to invite in. So first start by doing that. Then then once you've done that, that's not going to clear out any spirits. But what you want to do is if you think that there is a spirit, if you feel like you're being contacted, if you feel like you're being like for some reason, um, like you're you're interacting with a spirit, acknowledge that you know it's there. That's nothing. It's not going to get worse. It's just you're just acknowledging, listen, I know that you're here, but this is my space now. This is where I live, and you are not allowed to bother me. I do not give you permission to bother me. <gasps> That's all you have to say. That's really all you have to say. I love you it. You declare that this is your space and you do not want to be bothered. That's and then you need to shut it off. You need to shut off your attention to that energy because the reality is is you can you can turn it off. If you're if you're feeling it, you're and then if you see something or you, or you notice something unusual, you stop, you pause, you listen, you're looking, right? right. You're inviting it and you're engaging in it. Right. But you're not acknowledging it, right? So you just say out loud, like, you know what? This is my time. I appreciate you. 
being here. I understand that you are here, but you know, like now's not the time. Leave me alone. Or you just simply declare you're not welcome here. You are not welcome in my space. This is my space. Please leave. That that's honestly how you would go about it. I mean, there's more involved ways you could, you, I mean, I've been involved in situations where I have had spirits wander through who were brand new, like don't know where they came from. They were clearly lost. They found me because they were for whatever reason. And I, I literally had to spend, you know, like at least two or three hours working on like moving them on. Yeah. I heard that because Cipriano, your husband, he, when he first moved here, he moved, he got a rental in Maniunk. And I feel like there was some, something there and he, you know, he needed you to help. Right. Well, that's another part. Like, see, nobody would have ever known. He's had so many guests stay in his guest bedroom. There was uh, in the corner by the closet door, there was a like a, an energy, there was spirit there. The The girl had no clue where she was. She didn't know she was in this house. She had nothing to do with us. She just was lost. She was stuck in this space. And it, you, I could feel her when I was in that room. It yeah. was very anxious. It felt very anxious. Very, I had a lot of anxiety in that space. That wasn't my, that wasn't me. That was her that I was feeling. I was feeling her emotions. Hmm. Um, so n- nobody else really noticed it. Um, he's had guests stay in that room who have had no problems. It just was something that I was picking up on. Oh, okay. And Got it. I, so I decided to work to cleanse that spirit, help that spirit kind of move on to another space. So I had to, you know, basically yeah. explain to the ghost or the ghost. I don't like using that word, but I had to explain to the spirit how how to find uh, the brighter light, not me. <laughs> I love I mean? it. I mean, you are the bright light for so many people. But yes. I guess. I mean, that's what I do think that spirits are attracted to to bright white light, and I think that people's Spirit, people's energy give off light, um, give off energy. And I think spirits are attracted to that energy. So I think that sometimes it can be confusing for them. Maybe they don't mean to attach to you, but they're looking for something else or somebody else. But So when you, like, I guess, how did you build up, like, how did you flex that muscle when you figured out or realized, okay, I'm feeling this or something to this. How did you start to like flex that muscle? What, what can, if somebody feels that too, what can they do to build up that skill or start to really pay attention? Is it just like as simple as being present, Yeah, you know, taking an inventory of the space? Like what, what would you say to someone who was like, I know what you're talking about, but I don't know what to do with this. I mean, there's all kinds of tricks you can do to like um, grow these skills. I, I mean, one of the things I do when I'm in like a new space is I like to walk around. I like to walk around by myself because I don't like to be distracted by noise. I like to hear and feel. And mm-hmm. I literally will walk around and I will feel 
the energy and how it moves in the room or how it changes in the room. Um, and I think, I, I, think I noticed this when we would like go on some showings. I'm yeah. like, okay, Sip, let's look at the bathroom. Michael's over there, you know, check yeah, out the corner. Like, why are you staring at that corner? Well, right. I'm trying to feel the corner. Um, and, you know, sometimes that's just the energy of the people who lived there before, not necessarily a spirit, but like, mm -hmm. you know, when you walk into somebody's house, you've just met them, like their house doesn't feel like your house. How, what does it feel like? Like start paying attention to those things because it's the same feelings, the same energies, but it's spiritual energy. And I think the reason you know the difference is because it'll change quickly. All of a sudden, oh, I feel something else. And there's nobody around, nothing else to cause that. So that right. is what that is. So you start noticing these things. But, you know, I also spent a lot of time meditating. I spent a lot of time kind of training myself, learning what these symbols are, understanding what these symbols are, kind of creating like a library of symbols for myself to yeah. communicate with spirits with. I mean, it's a, it's not something that just kind of, happened out of thin air for me, but other people who are a lot more attuned could maybe pick it up a lot easier. I'm not sure. Gotcha. Do you feel like, are they ever outside? Yeah. Or is it just in like, like, I mean, Fishtown, it, well, Philadelphia there, it's so historic. Right. And where we live, I mean, the three of us, we live in historic Fishtown and there's a, there's a cemetery here. Okay. And I walk past it all the time and I'm always curious. I'm like, I wonder if like, there's just like, if they're all just, if there are spirits just hanging out with each other playing like, you know, rummy 500. Just, I, I just don't, I really, I've never gone into a cemetery and felt spirits there. I, I don't think they're hanging out at their gravestone. I think that they probably would prefer to hang out in a place that reminds them of something happy in their life. Yeah. That's really sweet. Yeah. I mean, grave, graveyards are spooky because they remind you that people died, but right. the people that died aren't hanging out. <laughs> yeah. There. They want to be somewhere warm. Yeah. They want to be somewhere totally else. They want to yeah. be where they want to like be in those places that, you know, they're, they're probably definitely not hanging out in the cemetery, but you know, what's conflicting. And this is something that I, even I don't really fully understand is I, I think everybody I really truly believe everybody has interaction with spirits. And I, I believe truly that you are guided by spirits. I believe that your family and your um, close people, people that are really close to you in your life that have passed on. I do believe that they come back and they visit you. I hope so. I, I would love that. I really and the hope one thing so. I have, I have a question. So I feel like, um, most of the time when people are thinking of spirits, they're thinking of like 1800s, um, like pioneer people or, or like, like older. Do you, totally. have you come across like modern, like modernized spirits in any way? Or can you tell you, that? Yeah, you definitely can. But I think it has more to do with their, what their experience was. Like I was saying that the, the, the girl, the spirit of the girl who I could feel and sense at the house in Maniunk, mm -hmm. um, she 
felt very young to me. Like she was about 17 years old. Um, I could tell that whatever she had been through was traumatic for her. I think she had been sick for a long time. Like I could tell all of these things. Gotcha. But I don't think she had been, I don't think she had been like a spirit for very long. Like I think mm-hmm. it was very recent. Whatever it was felt very recent to me. Gotcha. I got the the real impression that this was somebody who had just very recently passed on. But the woman at the house that I moved into on Kamak Street, like 100% presented herself as somebody who was just visiting. Like she had been gone for a long time. That the woman in white. Very different. Yeah. It felt very, very different, that type of energy. She knew what she was doing. She enjoyed being where she was. She had chosen to do that. So I got gotcha. you. Right. Because it's such a very complicated and complex thing, like that I just don't know if anybody really knows what's going on. But there's just so many different characteristics and so many different like situations that these spirits come to you and you know you just kind of have to be open to what all of them are and just kind of accept them you can't really question it it's 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 a strange thing yeah and and it's like that's the main driver it's like why is this happening to me i just bought this house or like i love it here and now there's this and it's like there can be so many different reasons but the best instinct is maybe the most challenging for some people it's like be positive be open don't immediately go to the negative because like the white light seems more positive it's like just be just relax this is your space you have nothing to lose yeah and don't you don't need to move out like you really don't yeah yeah. pack up call you haul and i guess that's my yeah i mean waking up at 3 30 in the morning every morning was very mildly annoying in the sense that I mean, I fell right back asleep. It wasn't like I was up for the rest of the night. It's not like she was banging mm. pots and pans in the other room. It's like, <laughs> it's never as bad as you think. It's like, what is, so a ghost is watching you. Who cares? Yeah, you look what good. What is it going to do? It's not going to tell anybody. Like, it's right. not going to walk around and say, oh, do you know what? They just watched on TV. You're going to love it. Like, well, I guess that's my next cares? question because we have a question from a listener. Mm-hmm. Um, um, from Mary in Fishtown, she she's wondering, should I be scared or are they like stopping by to watch Schitt's Creek and have a pina colada? They're stopping by to watch Schitt's Creek and have a pina colada. All of them. All the, okay. I mean, if they had ever seen Schitt's Creek, then they would want to watch it. So that's all I'm going to say. Right. And I agree with that. A, I mean, come on. That's just an added bonus. That's a six season investment. and really if they're not interested in schitt's creek like just ignore them they're not really worth your time that's (laughs) that's how you should look at this from now on yeah that's a great way to vet it like really you don't like the show okay listen you're not welcome here this is my space you don't need that kind of negativity in your life right oh my god i love this i've learned so much yeah yeah Oh, but Michael, I also wanted to ask you, you know, tell us more about Maddie Milan and, oh, you know, yeah, Gay yeah. Bingo for AIDS Fund, because that you're doing awesome work. And, you know, with the pandemic, I know that you had to take your talents to Zoom and you started um, 
a story time. Can you tell us more about that? Because I, I think it's awesome. Yeah, well, I had been volunteering for AIDS Fund Philadelphia for about, oh my gosh, like seven years now I've been doing it. And it's a obviously a charity organization uh, within Philadelphia who raises money for people living with AIDS. And it's um, 100%, you know, nonprofit organization. Um, and basically we hold fundraisers. They organize the AIDS walk every year, which I'm sure everybody's heard of the AIDS walk, Philly. Absolutely. Um, well, they do this amazing program. It's monthly and it's called gay bingo. And usually we have about 300 people um, a month come and it's a big, see, they love it. Remember that one? <laughs> yeah. Honks oh for gay was- bingo. Sorry, sorry, guys. Well, it's usually a very, it draws a very big crowd, but obviously because of the pandemic, um, we had to move to digital. So it's been on uh, Facebook Live, I believe, that is when they've been doing it. And they've been able to have more of them, which is really great, but obviously it draws a lot less people than it was. Um, and like I said, that money really a hundred percent of it went towards, you know, supplying people with, uh, you know, new beds, yeah, uh, resources, medication. It was really about yeah. resources and that's why it was so beneficial. It wasn't only about education. It was also about really, truly helping people. Um, yeah. And so, it, you know, they did toy drives, they did, uh, all kinds of, they still do all this stuff. And you know, it's still an amazing organization, but it's given me a lot more free time. I really liked doing drag bingo. So I started a story time. Um, it's called story time with aunt Maddie and I read books. I do, da- I dance. It's I so good. I've made little videos, little commercials. Um, it's just been really fun. And, you know, honestly, it came out of the fact that I know people are just sitting at home, not doing anything, and their kids are probably climbing the walls. And oh, it's just man. a fun way for for parents to put their kids in front of a Zoom and get a cocktail. Well, there's so, so the cocktail. So this show, it's the Happy Hour show with the Home Collective, right? And I, I've you know, I've attended many story times, Mary and I, Mary for sure. And I noticed that Maddie has oh, yeah. several cocktails um what would you say but it's still you know i haven't had a fish town iced tea yet i don't know if it might take the enamel off of maddie's teeth <laughs> it definitely will yeah okay. i don't know but, that sounds scary but she does enjoy a cocktail she loves a pina colada she loves um she's got cosmos she's got her I mean, she's got white wine, red wine. She'll just whatever you give her. She loves it. Juice. She's got she a whole a bar cart. Yeah. She really does. She really does. She's got a whole setup. So, Michael, thank you so much for joining us. I mean, this oh. has been this has been so great. I'm so glad that you came on. I mean, technically, you're our first guest, and I can't even Matt Mackenzie and I can't even you know begin yeah. to express how grateful we are. We appreciate your time. Um, you know, we've this learned been- so much. One of the most interesting interviews I feel like I've ever been a part of. Oh my gosh. In the best way. Yeah, the best way. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I guess tell, tell our listeners like where they can find you. Do you have an Instagram? 
you know, Twitter? Do you have a LinkedIn, mm-hmm. MySpace? Who's on your top eight? What do you, what can you, what can you give us? Well, I do have an Instagram. It is, there is Michael. Um, okay. So if you Google, there is Michael, you will find me on Instagram. Um, and uh, yeah, that's probably the best part. That's really the best. What about place. story time? So, well, story time, uh, story time is a very interesting, I kind of do that through email because I'm very low tech. So that's kind of a word of mouth moment. I love it. Um, but if you find me on Instagram and you know, just DM me and tell me that you're interested in listening to story time or being a part of story time, we'll add you to the list. It's that easy. It's super easy. I love it. You're going to get so many DMs. Sip's going to be like, what? I'm gonna ha- we're going to have to have a talk, I'm sure. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, Michael, until next time, we appreciate you. Thank you so much um, yes, for, joining, you. for joining Thanks us. Thanks for having me, guys. Oh, anytime. You're always welcome at Happy Hour at the Home Collective. We always. appreciate you. Thank you so much. Joining us now is a man that needs no introduction. He has been killing people for four decades, and he has starred in 11 movies about his life. I am pleased to introduce Halloween's own Mr. Mike Myers. Thanks for joining us, Mike. We appreciate it. My pleasure. My pleasure. We know uh, Halloween's your favorite time of year, we assume, actually. Um, Give us an idea of what uh, your typical October is like. Oh, man, you know, October, uh, it's a lot of work, man, I got to tell you. Uh, I got to do the whole talk show circuit. Yeah, it's a whole to do. And don't forget, you know, I got all the murdering at the end of the month. Eh, it's exhausting. So October is a, is a big murder month for you. That's when most of them occur, you would say? Yeah, you know, I, over the years, I think that uh, I've kind of worked my schedule around uh, October being the prime murder month. Uh, I have done some murdering in other months, but very sporadically, it's it's mostly concentrated towards October. Nice weather, I guess. Yeah, it's you know it's not too cold, it's uh, it's not too hot. It's it's, it's perfect uh, stabbing weather. Given the fact that twenty twenty has been twenty twenty, and everyone's in a mask, do you wear a mask over your current mask? Yes, absolutely. I'm a, I'm a big believer in following the rules. I wear a mask over my mask. Look, look here's the thing. I don't want to accidentally give somebody COVID and they die of COVID. And all that's doing is depriving me the opportunity to stab them to death. Um, like I'm killing murder opportunities for myself if I'm giving them COVID. So I wear a mask over the mask. I wear a mask under the mask. I double mask it. Got it. Do you think with the pandemic and people staying inside, you've had a harder time this year uh, spotting victims? No, actually, it's been pretty ideal um, because I know where to find them. Mm. You know, they're, they're at home. It's so, like shooting you know, fish in a barrel. I kick in a door, you know, I get in there. They're home. It's great. What about like Zoom? Have you been on like have you been hunting people on Zoom at all? Or like you know you know, I haven't, but now that gives me a, an idea of something that I can oh God. I can kinda pursue. So thank you very much. Um that's a great idea. You know what, Dina? You might be a great protege. Oh. Wow. <laughs> have you ever murdered anybody, Dina? Only dreams, only people's dreams. That's it. Mike, you've been whacking people since the 70s. 
Um, you've been doing it uh, forever. How do you decide who to kill? Oh, well, that's a great question. Uh, you know, well, I've been in this game for 42 years now, Bill. And uh, when I started out, I really focused all my energy on the teenagers, you know. But now, 42 years later, you know, I'm a little tired. I'm a little long in the tooth. Um, so, you know, and these teenagers, you know, the thing about them, they're not as stupid as they used to be. They're in better shape. So, you know, it's a little tougher to murder the teenager. So really now what I do is I focus all my energy on like, you know, when you're at the grocery store and you're in the express, uh, you're in the express line, 15 items or less, you know, the guy that has 20 items in that line, like that guy, or the guy that parks his car outside the lines or, Okay. You know, it says supposedly instead of supposedly. It really, that, that, that stuff irks me. So eh, those are the kind of people that I've been uh, murdering lately. So like the guys <laughs> who wear the mask below their nose? What about those guys? Yeah, that's uh, they, they, I, I've hit a couple of those. What about, well, yeah, what about the people who say espresso instead of espresso? Oh, what I, about those? Yeah, know? I've done so much damage in Starbucks, I can't even begin to tell you. In the Starbucks bathroom, probably. That's what I'm assuming. Uh, Just kidding. Well, no comment. Hey, Mackenzie, I'm going to need you to pick up the pace a little bit. I got Kimmel in okay? <laughs> We're taking our time. <laughs> We're trying to get as much out of you as possible. Um, Do you think that your activities have slowed down over the years, or are you still top of your game? Oh, I, I am beyond the top of my game. I am better now than I've ever been. Um, you know, I've got an analytics department now. Oh, wow. Uh, helping. Ooh. Oh, yeah. I mean, look, this is a year-round gig. It used to be, you know, I'd roll out of bed October 30th. I'd murder October 30th, October 31st, and that was a wrap for the year. This is a year-long business now. I'm in the gym, you know, 12 months out of the year. <laughs> I have a dietitian uh, that fixes, you know, my diet for me. Uh, you know, I'm watching film. It's uh, this is like an <laughs> it's like an NFL team here. Oh, this yeah, I've got a I've got a whole production bill. You you don't even understand how much preparation goes into my murders. Well, I guess the technology has has uh, improved so much since the '70s, and. Uh, you know what, what we know about foods now. You got the Tom Brady avocado smoothies. I guess you're drinking. Oh, right? it's amazing. Yeah, you know the diet is off the charts. Amazing. Um, everywhere I go, I got my Surface Pro. Uh, you know, so I can I can just tap in real quick, uh, analyze the numbers. Uh, you know, and figure out the best method of murder. It's been so. Amazing. What I'm hearing is retirement probably isn't in your future. Um, well, you know, eventually I'm going to hang up my knife. Uh, I'm going to have to. Um, you know, it's something that, I, that I'm very conflicted about. I think about it quite often. Um, you know, probably here in the next five to seven years, I'm going to have to make some pretty tough decisions. But uh, for the moment, I'm still going pretty strong. What do you see your retirement plan as? Oh, I have it all mapped out. Um, you know, I... I'm a guy that I think I'm going to take it uh, south to Florida. Uh, you know, the whole Del Boca Vista piece. 
uh, retirement, the warm weather. I could see that on property. It's real nice. And, you know, the thing about it is you get you get to enjoy the weather down there in Florida and the whole retirement community. And then I figure if I ever wake up one morning and the mood strikes me to stab somebody again, (laughs) you know, the 80, 90 year old people that are living around me in the community, they're, that's pretty low hanging fruit. I could chase them down very easily, (laughs) stick a knife in somebody's back and then, you know, move on to breakfast. (laughs) Will you be in a Tommy Bahama shirt at that point or like, you know, laying low, wearing a fedora, like what, like. You just rip the fedora and the Tommy Bahama shirt off and then stab somebody in the back. Why must I take um, my Tommy Bahama shirt off? Because you never wear <laughs> that in, in, your, in your films. Yeah, but, but he's retired a, now. Maybe he doesn't have the jumpsuit anymore, the mechanics outfit anymore. He might have might might like encased it and it's hanging up in his basement well, or something. That's true. You can't wear that in Florida anyway. No one's wearing that. Two years later, you know, murder has been a very lucrative business for me. Um, you know, I... The jumpsuit, eh, I wear it every now and again, but like uh, sometimes, sometimes Gucci, sometimes Louis. You know? Whoa! Oh, Whoa! Whoa. You're not wearing like Carhartt or like jorts. Oh man! You're really Look, wearing. I'll tell you. You know, one thing that I learned from O.J. Simpson is uh, Farragut oh, shoes really well for traction at a murder scene. So. Uh, wow! Yeah, Bruno He's spending Magli, money on his Bruno Magli, Ferragamo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So some black, expensive leather gloves. Yeah, isotoners. <laughs> I was thinking because that your mask, or maybe that's your. Fa- I don't. I don't know. I haven't seen all your films. I apologize, but um, I feel like you'd have to wear. You'd have to put like some SPF on your nose at least. Yeah, you know, when you're when you're saying, down there. Saying he's white. You know, the funny thing about that, you're, you're so pale. You want to hear something funny about that mask with, that a lot of people don't even realize? That mask, it is a mask, but it is an exact replica of my face. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, I I believe that. Yeah. Do you have a, a mask oh guy, or have you worn the same one for forty two years? I've worn I've worn the same one for forty two years. Um, yeah. yeah, that's horrible. Little, that's seen some shit. Oh, breath in it, but uh, I make do. All right, it's got a lot of miles on. Oh it. yeah, yeah. Well, Michael, we appreciate your time today, and uh, good luck this Halloween season. And uh, fall goes well. Maybe we could catch up uh, next year. Man, that would be awesome. I'm sorry, Mackenzie won't be there for next year's. Um, podcast uh, <laughs> why is that what? what see bro this is what happens when you wish a murderer luck okay we the, get, the we analytics get. say that mckenzie is a is a good target so uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> no i look forward to talking to bill and dina and whoever mckenzie's replacement is but i'm, I'm right in that range of almost teenagers so i don't know if we're uh if i'm the right target here i feel like bill's your better bet Slow down because of a child. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm in the clear. I'm so happy. Yeah, well, my yeah, the thing about Bill, the reason I wouldn't murder him is because I really don't want to uh, do the world a favor. Um, I think he should be left alone to torment everyone as he does now. Well, I thought it was because you want to go to list your house before you go to uh, Florida. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'll take it, Mike. Whatever, whatever keeps me from getting shanked, I'm I'm down with. That's that's awesome. That's awesome. Well, listen, guys, I'm gonna get going. I'm gonna watch some Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Um, <laughs> I appreciate you uh, having me as your guest. Um, enjoy Halloween. You too. Be safe, McKenzie. All right, thank. <laughs> Thanks again, Mike. All right, bye bye. Appreciate it. Bye bye. <laughs> all right oh my god wow mike myers everybody how about that ladies what do you think i i I have so many speechless so many feelings about that you know i'm 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 really stressed for mackenzie's life we all are (laughs) i i you know i i didn't want to wish him luck this season bill i have a lot of feelings about that you know, um, I'm just trying to be a, a nice host. It's something I would do for anyone. You know, I, I'm not thinking, not thinking no, clearly. We're good people. We're good people. And you know what? You meant well. Um, so I respect that. I just, yeah, yeah this that is going to be a tough Halloween for me, I think. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. It's going to be a tough one. Yeah. <laughs> but hey, in, it's 2020. You never know. You never know. Yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure he's missed right. some shots at times. You know. I'm sure he had some targets in the past. That he kind of, I won't, won't really worry about it. I think. He, I think we'll we'll be able to survive this year. We'll see. If not, you know, <laughs> me and Dina will will go on. We'll go on. Um, yeah. We'll go on. But it, you know, it's going to hurt for a little bit. It's going to sting, and then we'll keep the podcast going. Right. I feel like you should just grab McKenzie. like sound okay. bites of me so you can play them throughout, and it will be like I never left. It was like a holog- yeah. what was it? A hologram? Yeah, we'll do like a nice. we'll do something like that. Um yeah, we'll do that for you for sure. Yeah, it's like I I forget what I was gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I love it. It's that pumpkin no, I really here. Do. I forget. <laughs> yeah, we're over here with 8%, but you're the and one that's getting it. a little bit fucked up. 